0: Judah Micah and London Rain are Sunset Roulette, and they've joined the antidote. Thanks for coming.
1: Thanks for having us. Thanks, Dave. This is exciting.
0: I'd like to hear about your early days. Was it music that connected the two of you?
1: Yes and no. Um, We actually met at a mall job at Forever 21. (laughs) Um, Gosh, over 10 years ago now. But at the same time, she was working on a music project of her own, and I was finishing up one of my very first ones as well. So when we started talking, we were like, oh, hey, we both do music. And our vision was the same, and our, our genre desire was the same, and we just hit it off really quick.
0: That's wild that it was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was 2010.
1: What about telling <laughs> us
0: about your very first song, Serpent Sun"?
1: Well, that one started as on her project, the one she was working on. And it started as her just asking me to be a featured guitar player on the track. But it turned into going into the studio and I ended up singing a little bit on it. And it just kind of like grew with us. And so when we went from me being my own project and her being her own project, when we came together and we're like, let's do this together, let's start a band together and let's call it, you know, Sunset Roulette. Serpent Sun. We were already working on it together, so that just kind of gradually grew with us and turned into what it is. But it it went through many stages.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if you guys were kids when you recorded Serpent Sun. I mean, <laughs> why else would you have mentioned Little Miss Muffet?
1: <laughs> well, there was other songwriters involved with that too. <laughs> there was, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was some local artists, and uh... yeah, there was some other. Um, in our previous studio, and our previous kind of uh, setup, there was more than just us working on that, and uh, I personally didn't write those lyrics.
0: So, what were each one of you bringing to the table when you joined together?
2: So, at the time I was like four, my mom and dad had music around me all the time. Everything we did was pretty much centered around it, um, the Bible as well, but... They were never legalistic, so everything we did did not have to do with the church outside of going to church, and I was on stage a lot, and I lived in LA,
1: and when I got back, that's when I met London. Yeah, she has a lot of entertainment background. She's a dancer and entertainer, and um, I kind of brought in the songwriter-producer element to it from... Uh, just starting songwriting from a very early age and then teaming up with her who had a lot of stage experience. So that's kind of how we blended together.
0: Obviously that works for you because I'd read that Sunset Roulette is full bore DIY, you know, writing, mm-hmm. performing, production, you know, the whole deal. How do you manage that?
1: Well, um, yeah, starting with our first EP, which was a few years ago, and then this whole new album, Exhale. Um, We write and produce 100% of it in our home studio, and uh, I get ideas, and I go with it.
0: But you did explain that there's one problem with the studio.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we have fireworks every single night. Disney is right down the street from us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I've seriously thought about recording the fireworks and using them as percussion, and I still might do that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Your music is Christ-centered, but some of your songs don't make that too obvious. You know, at least that was the case with Cast Your Shadow EP. Are there negatives about being too straightforward?
1: Well, there's never a negative with exalting Christ as clear as possible, but if you're trying to bridge with unbelievers and try to meet them where they're at, sometimes they don't understand it. You know, scripture says they can't understand it without the Holy Spirit. So in a sense of if you're talking clearly to someone about the Bible, then that's totally different, I think, than trying to influence your art with the message of Christ. And whether that be testimonial or just Christian themed, I guess is the best way I would put it. Yeah, I think it can be tough if it is too straightforward to, to reach non-believing people who will have no idea what you're talking about. You know? hmm
2: Up until a few years ago, I didn't even know a lot of Christians at all. Um, even though we went to church, I had a solid background in the Bible. I didn't have any Christian friends up until... Just before I met London, there was just a couple people, and I never had a community like some people do. Everybody was... Every religion and no religion at all. So. I really wanted to, like she said, bridge the gap. And um, it so far has seemed to work.
0: Then when you're playing a show, who's your audience? Are they Christian or are they non-Christian or a mix of each?
2: Both. Both. Definitely both.
0: Then what type of venue are you playing at?
1: Well, we would um, hope and pray that we could play both in churches and in regular venues as well. Our Christian brothers and sisters, they can relate to us on a spiritual level and then on a creative level and then maybe introducing them to the idea of Christ. We would also play any other venue that would have us too.
0: Well, that's cool. The opening song on Cast Your Shadow is Break the Cage and the song says, All Eyes on Arrogant Impersonation. Who will save from all the burning flames? We evacuate, escape manipulation, break the cage. You know, really, I think we all fall into cages. And of course, there's the cages that we make and the ones imposed by society. Which of those is the worst?
1: Hmm. Probably, I would say our own. Because even if society isn't able to of infiltrate our thoughts or push us over in any way we will still have our own cages everybody has their own thing that they they struggle with everybody has their own cage that we put ourselves into and um the good news is christ can free us from all of that but when nobody's around and no other voices are around you like society or peers or anything like that um i think our own cages
0: What's the biggest struggles that you two have encountered?
1: Um, the biggest struggle in my life has uh probably been a long running anxiety situation. Um
0: anxiety and you're in a band.
1: Yeah.
0: How does that work?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um the art of it actually helps me express like From a very young age, I've struggled with that. And I've gotten through Christ and through prayer and through scripture and through all of that, I've been able to be healed so thoroughly and so deeply in a way that nothing else can. But art has been a very therapeutic way to express some of those emotions. It's a a healthier expression anyway. To get some of that out, it always responds. Someone always is like... You spoke exactly what I have felt for the longest time and have never been able to say it. It proves that no one is alone in it, first of all. And second, it it doesn't stop the creative process. It almost helps it.
0: That's interesting. I wouldn't have thought about it that way. I get your point.
2: I can tell you that at an early age, any part of the church, even if it was in a solid church, Almost nobody I knew actually wanted anything to do with Christ outside of the church. And that was hard for me because I loved Jesus at the age of five. I had an understanding of the Bible. It wasn't like just this child. I understood like how we would call right now like apologetics and being a Berean and all that kind of stuff. I knew at the age of five and my mom and dad didn't push me into it It as something I was really interested in. But we were also, like I said, we were into everything else outside of the church because Nobody wanted to talk about Jesus ever, ever. And it confused me because I heard we were supposed to have community and fun and fellowship and stuff like that. And so that's why I was like, Hollywood is teaching me to be so much more like Jesus than people in the church. Even if the pastor is good, the congregation, I wasn't seeing anything that the Bible actually said would be part of your walk with friends. I didn't have any of it. So, um, you know, your mom and dad are great, but... It was friends that I just needed to have around me. I didn't have it, so I just escaped into um, partying. They seem to be more Christ-like than the actual people who call themselves Christians.
0: That's a sad fact, isn't it?
2: So through that, um, I quit everything cold turkey. Like, a, like n- again, not to be legalistic. It was just something I wanted to be clear in my head so I can finally get back to the stage if possible. And when I met London, it was perfect because she wrote everything, everything that was in my mind, everything I wanted to get out. She wrote the lyrics. So the dark stuff has a lot to do with things that we've encountered.
0: And I suppose you're sharing this in the Cast Your Shadow EP because I'd read that it was autobiographical. Isn't it tough to recount some of these issues that you've had in the past in your music
1: Yes. Especially in the writing process. Um, I emotionally let myself go back there so that it's a genuine expression of whatever emotion I'm trying to get out. Um, So yes, a couple of them have been very heavy during the writing process, for sure.
0: Well, there is a lot of darkness found in Cast Your Shadow, but you seem to redeem that on the title track. Was that intentional?
1: Yes, one of our rules is we have no problem going there and going dark and going real, I guess, and uh, sharing some of our personal experiences, sharing our quote-unquote cages, sharing our struggles. But we do have a rule when we're writing. No matter how dark we get, we have to provide an answer somewhere. That's why most of the time the last course will change a little bit or the answer will be in the bridge so we, we do that on purpose.
0: I have to tell you that the antidote has sent so much music, and most of it sounds pretty ordinary. But that's not the case with Sunset Roulette. You guys don't sound like anyone else in the Christian music scene. Does it pay to be different?
1: I think it'll pay to be ourselves. You know, God created us all individually. He gave us all individual gifts and talents and ideas and whatever that comes out as it's all for him anyway ultimately i mean i i couldn't do it any differently if i wanted to so (laughs) i hope people can find an outlet in it because it sounds a little different and maybe it's not what they're used to you
0: know what this makes me curious then where have you had most of your support has it been from the mainstream, or has it been from the Christians?
1: Um, we have an amazing tribe of friends. They're our spiritual support, which is more important than anything. They have our backs, and they have our backs spiritually, creatively, all the way around. And um, shout out to our tribe there, because <laughs> <laughs> we, we love them, and they, they are our support system, for sure. They're our family.
2: Other than that, just people we've collected and, in a good sense, like all walks of life, um, there's no boundary. Like every sort of friend through jobs, through just meeting people, um, I wouldn't have gone on so many detours if I'd had more Christian friends, honestly, but even the Satan worshippers <laughs> like uh, Buddhist, any anything Hindu, everybody has been so great when they meet us. Um, we're able to reach
1: out to them and, and they, they've helped us too. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of awesome how, um, even though the message ultimately is Christ, but art can bridge, you know? And so, even if we have major disagreements on God and who God is, you know, people will still and have been very, very cool with supporting what we're doing. Oh, atheists love it. Yeah. They do love it.
2: And they say that it's okay they love the music so much they don't care what we're singing about yeah I love it because we'll be somewhere in London we'll be like I have a song and she'll just go in and write it and I'll go shopping or something and it'll be done when I get back
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's incredible
2: the lyrics are great so I can always compliment it because it's her doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you've made it sound as if songwriting is an easy thing but there's something about your band is that there's been long gaps between new music from Sunset Roulette. I mean, your first singles were in twenty ten, another six years before the Cast Your Shadow EP came along, and now the album Exhale has arrived in twenty twenty one. Why the wait?
1: Well, to sum that up, life <laughs> but also, um, we do it all ourselves, you know, so there are times when um the creativity is not flowing, and um, I don't force it because I think it shows when, when people have to get something done in, you know, in a week or so. Like You can kind of tell when people have to force and just pump things out. So I like to try to let it come out as it does naturally. And Exhale was a process. I wrote many other songs just kind of working out which ones that would work in the concept idea that I had. Gosh, we rewrote a couple of them a few times. (laughs) We could mention
2: um, my mom passed away and um, Mm. that took a minute for us to recoup. She was the best mom I could have asked for because she was like a sister, it was amazing. Um, My dad ended up buying a small sailboat and we ended up living on it with him. Other than the grief from missing mom, it was a total blast to live with your best friend on a boat for quite a few months till we could find a, another house to move into and just kind of
1: readjust. Yeah, so that was in between um, *Serpent Sun* and Cast Your Shadow.
0: Wow, that's a massive change. Yeah. You know what, I've been listening to the Exhale album and going through the lyrics. I find the songs speak about being misled by the enemy. Is that true, or am I just reading into this too much?
1: No, you got it.
0: (laughs) And that was important to share.
1: Yes, it was. Um, I think a lot of people are, unfortunately, led astray. The Bible speaks on, there's many, many, many warnings about being led astray by false teachers and heretics, and they are ripe. (laughs) So... um, We wanted to put that warning in our art as well, to just say, hey, watch it. Not everybody that says Jesus means Jesus, you know?
0: It's a sad fact. Yeah. Some of the songs on exhale connect to each other, like heresy and astray. Each share the lyrics howling in harmony, beautiful blasphemy, simulate the servants, yet disciples of the serpent. What was your intention?
1: Those are based off of the idea of wolves in sheep's clothing. Um, They will simulate the servant of God, but they are ultimately following the enemy um, and doing his bidding. The other line of beautiful blasphemy is inspired by the scriptures that say they will raise up teachers for themselves and uh swing with every wind of doctrine and what they want to hear you know for their itching ears it is blasphemy but they think it's beautiful so that that's where that comes from
0: it's almost sounding like you're stating this from personal experience
2: (laughs) uh absolutely absolutely i've been on so many detours not that i followed them but Friends of mine have followed them, and it hurts when I see people fall to the point of whether it be suicide or harming themselves. I don't try to give advice necessarily, but I will try to get somebody, um, if they're going on the same detour I took, I will try to at least offer something so they won't have to make the same mistakes I did.
1: Yeah, and um, there's many forms of abuse, and it's, it's everywhere too. But spiritual abuse is what I see coming from these false teachers and these false Christs, I guess you would say. Um, And spiritual abuse is really damaging because, yes, there's mental abuse, physical, emotional, but spiritual abuse can result in eternal state. That's why we think it, it was important to warn about.
0: Another song that I want to bring in from Exhale is Fractured. And I got to say that I find that disturbing. What was it that inspired the song?
1: Um, the idea of an identity crisis. The concept of the album, like from start to finish, it's going through an emotional, mental, and spiritual storm. Um, so if you think about kind of after you go through any big storm, whether it be hurricane, tornado, whatever, there is always debris left over. There are fragments of homes and everything is fractured, everything is splintered, everything is broken, and you're just kind of left there, and I just kind of thought about that state of mind when you come out of the storm cellar, and you look around, and you're like, wow, nothing looks the same anymore, everything is broken, you know, there's only bits and pieces of it left, and so Fractured is that part in the album where you come out of that storm cellar, and look around, and whether it be just pieces of your life that are broken, or relationships, or just parts of you, parts of your mind, parts of your spirit that have been crushed. And you're just kind of like, who am I? Where are we? What happened? And so that song is doing its best to share that experience of what that feels like.
0: You know, something that I find is great about the Exhale album is that it comes across as if it's a film soundtrack. So now, i got to know, when will you score your first film?
1: Anytime. I would love to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you two? Do you consider yourselves theatrical?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) If there is a show, it will have theatrics involved. Uh, We will try to perform the concept as strongly as we wrote it.
0: Why is the, the visual presence important along with the music?
1: I
2: don't think it's always a thing that everybody has to do, but for us, it wouldn't be us if we didn't do it.
1: Yeah, we've got big ideas and big, even for music videos, we have. We just want to tell those stories thoroughly. And um, of course, the beautiful thing about music is people can interpret it pretty much however they want to, but we definitely want to perform it and share it visually, as passionately as we wrote it. Well,
0: let's finish this talk with the song Exhale. I mean, that's a gorgeous track. You've given it this huge presence, and it also has worshipful lyrics. So, would you ever refer to Sunset Relent as a worship band?
1: No. They are not written to necessarily sing in church, but I do think a couple... Exhale is included in that. I do think a couple could be easily transferred to worship songs.
0: Okay, what would you refer to as a worship band?
1: Well, being wholeheartedly focused on God and who He is versus like the personal testimonial lyrics and just inserting the faith into the music. Um, I think worship is more, if you're talking on the musical sense, that the songs sung in church should be focused on him and him alone rather than personal stories, I guess you would say. Um, Although I think everything we do, do everything as though you're doing it for the Lord. In a sense, all is worship. But to specify your exact question and whether it should be sang as worship music or not, um, exhale and cast your shadow, I think, lend themselves more to being able to be transferred as possibly could pass to sing in a church at some point. But Sunset Roulette as a whole is not a worship band. We could be, we could do a project that just focuses on that sometime. Don't. (laughs) 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 Or a single or (laughs) a side hustle, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: So when you two walk off the stage and the show's ended, what do you want your audience to be saying about it?
1: Um, I can only hope they will see that we're there with them. I hope they can say that we feel like friends and not just people that are elevated on a stage, you know, performing for them, but we're there with them. And uh, we share in the same things and the same struggles that they share. And hopefully they are inspired with some hope and also see that somewhere in one of the songs where we do go kind of deep hopefully they connect on a level that is like wow they get it you know if someone is feeling alone in the audience hopefully they they don't anymore that they leave both feeling moved and hopeful and hopefully they had fun too (laughs)
0: I want to thank you two for coming to The Antidote and sharing about Sunset Roulette.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you,
2: Dave.